Welcome to the Raw Reality Podcast. We are your hosts, Tori and Lily. Two best friends navigating their way through their health and fitness journey while bringing you a vibrant energy. Come along on our Raw Reality. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you've been through. Why you got scars. Since you All right, guys. Welcome back to episode number two of the Raw Reality. I'm your host, Tori. And I'm Lily, and we are so excited to be back in your ears. Yes, I hope you guys enjoyed number one, because we, as much as we were nervous, we definitely, definitely enjoyed recording. Yeah, you can tell at the very start of the episode, we were a little bit nervous and a little bit shy, and then as soon as we got more into it, we were fine. And now we're just excited to be here. Yeah, and I I think like the more we got into the last episode, I didn't want to stop. So now I'm like, so keen to keep recording. I know, same. I feel like we just kept rambling on at the end, so we had to cut it short, but we have so much more good information, insights, and everything to give to you guys, so we are very excited. Absolutely. Uh, Do you want to kick us off with your R&R? All right. So just our second episode, I'm going to explain it one more time so you guys can all wrap your head around it. So our R&R is our raw reality for the week. So it can be a high, it can be a low, it can be whatever you want. Um, it's about what you have learnt throughout the week or what went well for you, what didn't go well and the outcome of that situation. So my R&R for the week is comparison. So at the start of the week, I started to compare myself a lot. So as most of you know, I am prepping for my first bodybuilding comp and so it's a very popular sport on social media, to be honest with you. And I found myself I do follow a lot of the girls I'm competing against. They are my friends as well. So I do follow them. And I'm starting to compare myself to them as I'm really struggling in my prep to get to the goal weight or the goal look I like. So I was looking at their stories. I'm like, wow, they're doing so well. They're training harder than me. They're doing this better than me. They're kicking more goals. But I had to keep reminding myself that social media is a highlight reel. And there's also the beauty of the mute button. So I have muted probably 10 people by now and nothing against them at all. Like it has nothing to do with them. It's all my self-esteem, my insecurities, but I just needed that mental clarity in myself. Like I just didn't need to see their stuff popping up every day and reminding me of what they're doing and what I'm not doing. So yes, of course I'll unmute them later on, but right now for my own sake, I had to mute them on the stories and it just helped me kind of, I don't know, get that mental clarity. I just feel so much better about it. So really try to focus on myself this week and what I can do to be better because comparing myself to other people is not going to help me at all. But the two things that people told me in this journey is to not compare yourself to anyone and to trust the process. So they're two things I'm learning um, and I definitely feel better about it closer to the end of the week and I fake tanned and I, that always helps a girl with that self-confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. I think you really nailed that on the head. I think like you're literally on your first ever prep. Like you've gone from cheerleading to like just gymming and now you're going into this full intense prep. Like you have, like you've been saying to me all week, like you got to take that pressure off yourself. And I yeah. think this first prep for you is more about learning and the journey and like understanding your body and like how your body is reacting to, you know, upping or downing your cows or the training that you're doing so I think it's more of like 100% just learning yeah. at this stage absolutely because people try it takes like people five years or four years to figure out what works well for their bodies and how to go around the 20 week prep in the right way possible and what I'm only a few weeks in we don't know how my res- body responds to anything so it's just playing around with it all at the moment yeah and I think the best with you like muting those people like you said it's nothing to do with them and I think that's another big thing of like don't feel bad for unfollowing people like 
if you don't like mm. what they're putting out and you don't feel that their content is helping you, then there's no harm in unfollowing them. You might feel bad. I definitely do at times, but if it's not going to help yep. me move forward or be a better person, then I really don't need that on my feed at all. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. All right. Let's go into your R&R for the week because this is a uh. doozy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My R&R this week is literally just all I wrote on my notes is it's been a week because it's it's, <laughs> it's been a few weeks actually. It but has. My, it's been a while. <laughs> whoops. My mental health at the moment is pro- it's just not... It's not it. It's not its best at the moment, but my biggest thing at the moment is my skin and my weight. Like I have worked so hard over the last year to clear my skin. Like I fully, completely cleared my acne, my scarring, like it was flawless. And I got my weight down to somewhere. I just felt so confident at the beginning of this year. And I finally, it took me three years to get to that point. Um, And in the last couple of weeks, I realized that I've gained a little bit of weight, which is not a bad thing because my training and lifestyle has changed and that's, it's fine. And I did, I upped my cows because I wanted to grow that peachy and not really realizing I was going to grow everywhere else. And I kind of realized that last night. Um, But again, like it's all about the journey and we're not going to be perfect all the time. But I think the biggest thing I'm going through at the moment is my skin, just because obviously our skin is such an external like it's obviously like everyone sees your skin straight off the bat but me working so hard over the last year clearing it and to only have it come back and be not worse it's definitely nowhere near as bad but it is like kind of getting to that point so I'm straight away I'm straight back onto my celery juice and doing all the things that helped me clear in the first place like just straight away like I'll do whatever I need to do in the most natural way to clear my skin again but that's been my toughest thing this week and I guess we'll go into our today's episode is like going outside or going to the gym with not so clear skin or not being at your ideal weight which has been my yeah biggest thing this week that I've struggled with absolutely and you've just got to the one thing you have to remember is that you don't look at other people and judge them on the way they look um you're always your hard hardest critic so just trying to go through that self-love journey is mm-hmm. always a process and there's going to be up and ups and downs with it no matter how far along the journey you are. Um, 100%. Yeah. And if I see someone at the gym with like like not perfect skin or a bit of acne, I'm like, go you. Like you're showing up mm. for yourself. You don't care if you've got makeup on or not. Like that's the first thing I think of. Like you should yeah. be so proud of yourself. And I'm like, why am I not feeling that for myself? Like I'm just scared of, you know, what people are looking at. Like I can see uh, people's eyes moving around my face when they're talking to me and just like yeah. uh, big time overthinking. Like it's ridiculous, yeah. but yeah, it's happened for a reason. And yeah, we'll just keep grinding on it. We're working on it. We're working on it. All right. So they were our R and R's for the week. Now we're going to move into our recommendations. So mine is going away from food this week. And I'm going to steer into the kind of off the back of Tori's um yeah journey at the moment yeah mine is i love esme skin at the moment and it's not sponsored in any way possible maybe tori but not me unless you want to use my link to shop esme skin (laughs) (laughs) yeah is um esme skin so i actually got onto it because of tori and because of sarah's day let's be honest Mm, um and shout out yeah my skin is very up and down i don't have acne whatsoever i'm very lucky but I have more random big breakouts and I was finding myself getting them so many lately. And I just thought it was because I was eating so much food and processed food, to be honest. Um, but I was also mm. not taking care of my skin. I would use $10 
one from Coles, like Sukin or something, and people told me it broke oh, that makes them me out. Cringe. <laughs> I know, and I was like, I don't care. Like it's cheap. I'm just gonna run with it. And I just really didn't want to spend money on my skin, which is so silly of me because it was something I really wanted to work on. I love that glowy look. So Sarah's they had a bundle like package, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. And I love it so much. Like you feel so fancy with those little it's such beautiful packaging and beautiful skincare like it's yeah just, and you just feel so, so nice. good so I got the hydrolonic acid the boosting milk serum and the 24 karat gold serum as well which is like an oil that I that's, use at night I think that's like their best seller I think they yeah oh it's so good I feel like a slug when I go to sleep it's amazing but yeah that's mine is Esme skin products it works for some may not work for the others but for me I am obsessed yes we love that um mine this week is to, I've really got back into my morning walks and I'm so happy about it. I think at the moment, going back to like my skin and my hormones, like my skin is coming from my gut issues and my hormone imbalance. So for me at this stage is to really slow my life down and to do more walks and more recovery. So this morning I actually did a 4K walk and then I went to the recovery center and did a 10 minute sauna and then I did the hot and cold magnesium baths and I feel incredible like I feel just as good as if I had have worked out but I am so jealous yeah because if you know if you live in Melbourne like I do <sighs> Tori sent me a photo well, on FaceTime this morning and she showed me her outside it was beautiful sunshine she's like it's me 25 today I'm like well it's currently pouring here seven degrees I can't see too far down the road because there's fog and I'm oh. in my Udi so like a morning walk I'm sorry it's just not on the cards right now I know <laughs> and that's like that's the biggest thing like weather it has the biggest impact but well, I mean, like we had a really cold snap like last week and it was like, you know, six to eight degrees in the morning, which is freezing for I Gold Coast. I did see that. Yeah. And now, I saw everyone complaining and I was like, yeah, mm, shut up. I know. <laughs> I try not to complain because I know how cold Melbourne and Adelaide get, but I know. <laughs> I got up this morning and it was like, I went for my walk at six and it was like 13 degrees. Like incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's still quite cold for yeah, Queensland. Like I will give you guys that. You when you're not used to it, it is cold. It, it's colder, yeah, when you're not used to it. And I think everyone in Queensland is definitely not used to the cold. But it's really not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So they were our recommendations for the week. This pod so this episode, we're gonna dive into everything fitness. So more moving your body, gym anxiety, um, everything to do with that we want to have a full episode on nutrition later and reverse dieting and bulking and stuff but today we're just going to go into the fitness side of things so where do we want to start do we want to start with gym anxiety yeah I reckon let's hit the nail on the head okay so yeah this is an interesting one because Tori doesn't really Mm. get gym anxiety in terms of going to a new gym and feeling anxious and not knowing where everything is whereas I Oh, which is weird because I like go to the gym 24 seven. Yeah, I think our anxieties in the gym are very different, which is like a good thing. Yeah. So that we kind of get to put out both points of view and both like our different yeah. anxieties. Yeah, 100%. So I always find going to a new gym is scary because you don't know where things are. You don't want to walk around like an idiot trying to find a machine and then don't know how to adjust the pins. And it's just a whole debacle. I swear it adds on an extra 30 minutes to your session. But no one is yeah, watching you. No right. one cares. No one even knows you're new there. Like literally you have no idea. So I've written down a few points as to how to get over jing anxiety. Um, number one, should we just go straight away into it? Pretty yeah, easy. yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah. All right. 
Number one, walk on the treadmill and suss out where you're going. So as soon as you get there, the cardio equipment, I would just head straight there. Walk on the treadmill for 10 minutes and have a look around. Look around where the equipment is, where you're going next, what your game plan is for the day. Rather than just kind of starting your workout straight away and kind of like not knowing where to go, stumbling around your way, get on the treadmill and walk there and then have a suss where everything is. And I think most gyms have their cardio equipment set up. So you kind of look over the gym. Like I know at EMF, yeah. like I go to the one in Navrang and the cardio equipment literally looks out to all the machines. Yes, I did. Yeah. And that helps yeah. so much in EMF. They do that really well, actually. Yeah. And I mean, like a 10 minute walk to warm up is like a great warm up as well. Like, yeah, I think like that's the difference between us. Like I could go to a gym and I'll just sit there and stretch for a bit, have a look around. But I'm like such a free weight person. Like I'll use the racks, like the squat racks and dumbbells and stuff and kettlebells. I'm not a huge machine person purely because when I trained with Jackson, like we had the gym in the garage and we only had the cable machine and the squat rack. Um, So I use some machines, but I don't really have to suss them out. But I think that is definitely a really good way. But mine's just more, yeah, I'll go in, stretch. But again, I don't have that stress of like, what people think of me when I can't figure out how the hell to use a machine. Yeah, that definitely took me a while to get used to though. I've only just recently now, after being years in the gym, I'm comfortable to actually stay at a at a piece of equipment for a good solid five minutes and figure out how to use it because you have I mean, like a leg I mean, they don't make it easy. No, they don't. They really do not. And I swear every gym is so different. Like it's literally one mm. leg extension. Why is it so different at every gym? Yeah. Every time. Even when I came to the gym with you that time a few weeks back and I was like, mm. um, how do I move this over here and like yeah. move this over this? And I was like, oh, it's just not I know, thing. but <laughs> yeah, now I'm comfortable to stay there and trying to figure out how to use it. I'm also not afraid to ask people now. So if I'm really stuck on a machine, like sometimes the strong men, they really t- like tighten things. So you literally can't loosen it like at all. Yeah, so I have yeah, to get so someone true. to loosen it for me. And I'm not embarrassed yeah. to do that anymore because like, I want to use that machine. I want to use that piece of equipment. Why not just ask rather than going to be awkward and then leaving that machine and going to go find something else. Yeah. And like, that's, oh, that's one thing I always drill into Jackson because he never, no matter what it is, like he won't ask people. Like if we're at a shopping center, if we're like on the phone. I think that's a boy thing. Oh, it must be. (laughs) But I'm always like, if you don't ask, you won't know. So if you just ask that person one time, like how to use this machine, then you'll know forever. Like it's literally 10 seconds to just ask someone. Yeah. 100% frustrates me do you want to the second one's pretty similar yeah so just like walking laps around the gym and I think just like if you are going to a new gym just getting familiar with it like whether you're there for a one-off session or you're like you've just signed up to a new gym like the first few sessions walking around is like there's no harm in it at all like if you're listening to a podcast just walk around have a sus smile at some people and then Yeah. yeah find your way around so you can realize or so you can figure out what is where yeah, it's also a good thing to suss out the barbell pads because I know girls listening to this, we all love a good hip thrust and those barbell yeah. pads can be anywhere in the gym. So doing yeah. those well, laps and searching gym, for one. Yeah, at my gym, they're at reception. So you have to go and ask Are they? the barbell pad. Yeah, because I think people just steal them or like don't look oh, after them. So you have to go and smart. ask at reception, which I think, yeah, is a good idea. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, that is good. All right, do you want to take the next one away? Because I'm going to take the next one after because you're not going to understand it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, so true. Um, Another one that Lily's got down here is sussing out their IG. So, like, I think it depends. Like, some gyms have the most horrible Instagrams. Yeah, Um, 
but I guess it will just give you a little bit or even like the website or something like it just gives you a bit more of an insight to see you know what's there what they've got what you want to do with your session um but yeah like for EMF for example they have one Instagram for like the seven yeah like, studios that they have set up around Gold yep. Coast so you never really know but I went on the EMF near my house like tried to look on their website and it yeah. was horrible I was like I'm not oh, going there gosh <laughs> but it probably doesn't even look like that their photos from years yeah. ago but um, yeah, just having a look on their Instagram and sussing out the vibe and just like to get yourself a bit more familiar with the place. Another one that I do is I go into the tagged photos, especially if it's a popular yeah, like true. bodybuilding type gym, because a lot of people film at those gyms. So going onto their mm. tagged is also a re- really good one to see what types of equipment people are using and how they're using it as well and where they are I in the gym as well. Forget. I forget that tagged is a thing. I just Oh, that's basically when I go to a cafe, I looked at the tag photos, not what they post because the tag photos mm. what their food actually looks like, not what yeah, they have professional so photographers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the next one. It's a bit random, but chewing gum. I yeah, I'm I like you always say this. I know, I do. <laughs> I also just secretly find when Jordy, I was going to say males, but when Jordy <laughs> chews gum, I find it the most attractive thing as well. Just to throw <laughs> that in there. <laughs> Um, but chewing gum, it just kind of like, I don't know, it takes my mind off what I'm doing at the moment, kind of gives me something to fidget with and like, I'm not awkwardly standing there. Like I'm still doing something. My mind's not just fixated on like, what the heck am I doing? It's, I don't know. It just really relieves my stress. Like, you know how some people have clenched balls? It's chewing gum for me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Interesting. I like it. I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, of course... A obvious one is going with a friend, either like you're both trying a new gym or you just want to, like Lily and I just like to try random gyms, like just to throw a bit of change in the change of scenery. Um, So if obviously if you're going with a friend, it's a bit more comfortable. And then I think this one is interesting because I, like we will both always listen to something on headphones, like podcasts or music, whatever it is. But, yep. like, I know Lily sometimes struggles and she cannot have anything playing in her ears. Like, yeah. she can have her headphones in, but nothing can be playing. It gives me more anxiety when I have music in my ears and it's blurry. I'm like, shut up, turn off. Like, as soon as I yeah. finish my set, even when I'm in the mood to listen to music, I turn my headphones off. Like, I pause the song so it's, like, nothing. I don't know why. It's just That's something. So it just, if like, I, rages me. <laughs> yeah, if I have my headphones in but not listening, I can't have my – like, if there's nothing playing, I can't have them in because it just annoys wow. me. I'll just like listen to everyone around the gym and just the silence in my head. But I totally get like sometimes I'm like not in the mood for music or a podcast or absolutely anything. And then Mm. I I really struggle to train and listen to a podcast. I feel like I can't take the information in because I'm focusing on like my reps or sets or my counting, you know. It has to be a very like chatty podcast or motivational speech. One of the two. Like yeah, I either I won't listen yes. to like Yeah, I won't listen to one that's like how to heal your gut. Like oh that's not my vibe. Yeah. It's more like putting on one that's like us kind of right now, just two girls chatting about random stuff rather than a really yeah. informative one. Or motivational podcast. Cause then it just feels like I'm with someone as well and it's kind of background noise rather than me focusing exactly on they're saying. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, if it's like a really informative podcast, I'm like, I'm not going to take in any information. That's for something like when I'm on a walk and not training. Yes, um, yes, 100%. Don't go to the gym at peak time, which it depends. I mm. think depending on how you're feeling, going at a peak time, if you're needing extra motivation, for me, like if I go and there's a lot of people, I'm like, shit, yeah, I'm going to lift like so much weight and like be a badass bitch. Oh, no. 
And I do get, no. I get that. I understand where that's coming from, but you can still do that in non-peak times. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You will never catch me going to the gym at 5 p.m. Ever. Ever. Unless I don't care. I would rather and... wait until 9 p.m. That's <laughs> just single and want to have yeah. geese. But yeah, I think like I went at like two o'clock the other day and it was silent and it was actually quite nice. But mm. if there's more people there, like even in Adelaide, because Jackson and I trained in our garage, if I needed the extra push or motivation, I'd go to peak because there'd be more people. I could interact and I could, I'd want to lift heavier because there's people around me who I know would push me to lift heavier. That is and very even, like, true though. I do. Yeah. Get even that. at EMF now, like I've obviously made heaps of friends there and they'll come up to me and they're like, bro, you can lift heavier than that. I'm like, mm, yeah, I probably could. <laughs> not today. <laughs> yeah, I do get that though. That. Um, I think mine's more because I film a lot of my stuff. Like I yeah. obviously my fitness, my Instagram is fitness based and all has to do with the gym. So I don't like to go in peak times because it's really awkward to film. And there is a few people at my gym who have requested not to be in the background of my videos, which I completely understand. Like that's actually really good of them coming mm. up to me and telling me that rather than them giving me judgy vibes. So then I know like I'm not going to put them in the background. So it's much easier for me to go when it's a lot quieter to film. Um, and I just feel well, like I could never well. go up to someone and be like, don't get me in the background. Yeah. So, props but to I them, guess but... that's our personalities though. Yeah. yeah. And like, that's the thing we were saying not long ago, like being in the Gold Coast, obviously it's so fitness related. Like everyone in the gym here is filming themselves, especially yeah. like at a, at a center, like EMF, like the performance center, like well, you everyone is there. You can't film yourself at EMF anymore. Uh, well, you properly. Can't if it's like, yeah, you can't with like a tripod and stuff. Like you can still film on your water bottle and that. Right, because um, I was so stressed when I was there. I was like, literally, I wanted to film one set and I went into the corner and like hid my phone behind my drink oh my bottle because I was like, I don't want to get in no, trouble. No, no, no. Everyone's like still filming. It's just not like having a big tripod and like, you know, taking up all this space. And then like, you can still film on the slide. Like everyone's still filming. And okay. obviously people are going to, it was more so for like people promoting their stuff but not being like a personal trainer at that gym which like I can uh, okay yeah, yeah that makes but sense. obviously it's for your content like it's it's different yeah um, um but yeah all right I just have one other thing just to go you need to find a gym that you are comfortable with as well so I left my gym last year um and it was just time to change things up and I had to like me and my partner we went to multiple different gyms and like this is where I, my gym anxiety was at a peak like I would go there and like just nearly start crying because I was like I just don't feel comfortable I don't know where anything is but helping him coming with me and he obviously like Jackson's the same like they know exactly what they're doing and boys don't get mm. anxious going to gyms like that well I know our partners don't um yeah. and we went to a few and there was one in like there's one close to my house that I just hated and I can't do and then we went there, trained together, and I was like, this is not my vibe. Let's try another one. So you have to find a gym that you are really comfortable with as well. Yeah, 100%. Especially if you're going to be there a lot. Like, you need to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And just on yeah. my last one for gym anxiety, which I kind of touched on in my R&R, is per- like my gym anxiety comes from my, my own self-confidence and not, you know, having clear skin and not being at my goal weight. And I think like, like we said before, no one else is worried about you. Everyone is, everyone is worried yeah. about themselves. Like, so you need to only be worried about yourself. But I just felt that so yeah. much. Like I literally cried at the gym yesterday and I did my, oh. no, I did my two supersets and I was like, I am not feeling it. I went and did some chin ups and then a bit of abs. Mm. And I just sat there stretched and just sat and cried in the corner. Cause I was like, every time I look <laughs> at someone, I feel like they're just looking <laughs> straight at my skin. And it's like, it doesn't even matter. Like, yeah, I'm fit and 
like not being big headed here, but like I, I am fit and I have put on a little bit of weight, yeah. but I probably would only notice that because I can feel it. I was about to say, like, I literally do not notice that yeah. in the slightest because I feel like, I don't know, I just look on you and that's not what I think yeah. at all. And like for me, <laughs> I've kind of almost gotten to the stage where it's not about, you know, looks and aesthetic. It's about how I feel. And I just want to feel my best self, yeah. which was kind of at the start of the year, I was less, less puffy and... um. I think it's just, yeah, like being in a gym, you have to, le- it takes time, but you have to learn to just be solely focused on yourself and not anyone else or what they're thinking. Well, I also get like, if I don't feel my, so it's like, not, it's not silly because it's how I feel, but I have to wear a outfit that I am feeling comfortable with on that day. Like if I bring an outfit oh, 100%. to body fit where I work and then I normally go straight to the gym but if I like finish work and I'm like I don't want to wear that I will actually go home get a different change of outfit and then I will go like sometimes I don't want to wear a tank or a crop like I need an oversized t-shirt and that's how I feel like I'll still probably tuck it in and everything but that's what I need for that day and that's like fine because that's what I feel comfortable with or some other days I will bring a like a crop sorry a tank but like I feel great and I want to wear a crop like that's I don't know even Color, ma- mm. color matching in everything. Yeah. Sorry, it's going to turn Oh, for sure. I think, <laughs> I think, um, like, I have so much active wear and I think it's actually worse because I have so much to choose oh, from and God. I'm like, I actually don't know what I feel good in today yes. and I will stand there and put on so many different sets and crops and shorts until I find, like, how I feel good in. Yeah. Which it is a big thing. Like, you want to feel good and comfortable going to a gym. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, oh. Having too much active wear is... Go buy yourself some new active wear to feel confident in the gym. It's a game changer. Or if you're not feeling motivated, go spend some money. Yeah, (laughs) literally. (laughs) All right, let's move on from that. All right, what do we want to get into next? Um, Well, I think, Mm. yeah, we touched on not fearing judgment from anyone else. And I think that's just like a big work in progress. Um, We'll just touch on this quickly. But females in the gym, I think it's honestly so awesome Mm. how how many okay I can't speak English how many more females are in the gym <laughs> these days and how like we like 100%. I just remember being like younger because I've always been around the gym and my mum has worked at a gym literally her whole life so I was always at a gym and it just you know you'd see girls in the Pilates studio or you'd see girls in like doing um what's the bike one when it's like really fast uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, spin, spin classes. Spin classes were super popular. <laughs> the one that's really fast. <laughs> super popular spin classes um, or like in the yoga room or like the cardio equipment. But you wouldn't rarely see girls like lifting mm. weights. And now it's like, like there's like yeah. no guys in the weights area because the girls just take over and it's fucking incredible. They do. I love it so much. It's so good. Even at, it's also great. This kind yeah. of ties into the next thing, but like, Girls also don't realize how heavy they can oh, lift. 100%. Like, I work at group training, and girls will pick up, like, the 5 kilos, the 10 kilos, and I'm like, do you realize how strong you are? Like, I don't think you actually understand. Like, let's chuck some more weight on. Let's go. And they do it perfectly, again, with amazing techniques. So we yeah. chuck more weight on. We just keep going. They just need that extra nudge. Like, we really don't have that confidence in ourselves to realize how heavy we can lift. So when I see a girl going full ham and failing her reps, I'm like, oh, go off queen. Like, I love that so much. Like, everyone at my work, if they fail a rep, they're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, get awkward about it. I'm like, you don't understand how cool that is. You just pushed your body to the point that it cannot yeah. go anymore and that is amazing like you should be so proud of yourself for going beyond 100%. that limit and I yeah like net going into the next 
like topic is we as females should not be scared to lift heavy obviously yes you need good technique and most of the time it's good to have guidance and to have a coach by your side but I just like let's just get this straight if you want to build muscle and like lean tone muscle if that's what you want to call it you need to lift weights like doing a million thousand yeah cardio days is not going to help you build muscle it ain't going to do it and it's really not going to help you lose weight either like the minute I stopped doing cardio I went from like way too much cardio a week to absolutely nothing just doing I think I was doing like four to five or six weight sessions a week for like consistent period of time I dropped all the weight that I had gained yes it's crazy as well because I used to be the same there's yeah, there's such a stigma. It makes me so frustrated. I can tell you're getting I've really been, fired I, up. <laughs> because I've been through it and I was that person doing, I was working at 45 in the mornings, like super, super early. I would train the lunchtime session. Then I would go and do a gym session and then I would train for four hours. Like I was over, over doing it to the max and I was only gaining weight because my body was under so, so, so much stress. And it wasn't until I pulled it literally right back once I'd retired from gym and I did a one, maybe one and a half hour session a day and the weight literally dropped off and I yep. gained, I didn't gain weight. I, I dropped all the weight that I had gained when I was sick and I built such a strong, beautifully aesthetic, if you want to say that, yeah. body. Yeah. But that was literally just from doing weights and lifting heavy, pushing myself. Yeah, that's when I, I feel like we all went through this stage where we overtrained. It was a few years ago and I was training for a half marathon. So I was like running quite a bit. But then I was also still, it was my last year of cheer. Like it was, I wasn't training for like a world title at this title. I, um, I wasn't training for world at this point. I was just going for, um, the Australian comps and I would go for a seven K run. Then for some God knows reason, I would go to the gym and train weights. And then I would have a three hour training after that was intense. Like why the hell did I need to put my body under the so much stress? And I thought it was so cool. Like I'd post on Instagram, like, look what I've done. Look at all this stuff. But my body was under so much fatigue. My cortisol levels were so high and I just physically like my body wasn't changing. Yeah. As we as gymnasts like wonder well, we used to wonder why gymnasts and I think swimmers are like the top athletes who get their periods really, really late. Mm. And there's no question why, because we overtrain so, so much and we push our bodies to the ultimate extreme. It's so common for like, I didn't get my period till I was 16, yeah. which is like pretty late. My coaches and my mum, my mum was a swimmer. My coach was a gymnast and they were both like 17, 18, which is so late. Yeah. Wow. That is really late. Far out. Yeah. I mean, not complaining that I'm 16, (laughs) but it is still quite late. Yeah. It's also, I kind of spoke to Tori about this before we started, but stress and anxiety, it has such an impact on your body more than you realize. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Can you just say what you told me before about the meditation? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say it. And, (laughs) and so like I've, I haven't, I'm very proud of my body and it's, I don't need to lose weight before this certain comp I do. So I just want to put that out there, um, that I don't need to, but for this comp I do. And, um, I, my weight has not been moved. I've dropped my calories significantly. I've increased my steps. I've increased my cardio and nothing was budging. And it's been like four weeks now. Me and my coach were kind of like, all right, something needs to happen. What's going on? There's more to it. So we were focusing on trying to get my stress levels down, my anxiety, like 
at an, like a relative level and just kind of catch up on sleep and not push my body intensively. And when I re- could rest, rest. Don't try and be this productive queen that has to do a million things at once. So this week, I've really tried to focus on that. And yesterday, like last night, I did um, a meditate, 30 minute meditation with my friend Paige as she's studying a course at the moment and wanted to practice on me. And it was actually so calming. Like I loved it so much. And I just went to bed feeling incredible, like really at peace with myself. And my mind was like still ticking, but it wasn't rushing like crazy. And I just felt really nice. It was like a calm. Yeah, really calm, zen yeah. feeling. I woke up the lightest I have been in months. And I'm sure there is... I actually have goosebumps. I know. And I'm <laughs> sure there is fact- other factors going into this. But literally, it wasn't just like a small weight drop. It was a massive weight drop. And my body must have been like, okay, I can breathe now. Like I feel better I'm not going to store up all this energy just in case I need to use it. It like was like, okay, it's just kind of like I felt free. And so it just really proves to you how much stress and anxiety has an impact on your body. Yeah. Our, like our mental state has the biggest impact on our bodies. And like I've, my mom is like, oh, she goes on, she is like on my back about doing meditation and yoga. And I'm like, yeah, yeah mom, I, I totally do it. And there was a patch in Adelaide <laughs> where I was, I would go to the beach every morning, do my walk and then do breath work on the sand. And I would, I did, I actually really struggled to do breath work and meditation because my mind wouldn't switch off, which everyone will struggle with at the beginning. But again, like the gym, you have to be consistent with it to get good at it. But I think you saying that to me this morning made me go okay shit like I actually need to get back into it especially for my hormones and like trying to get my period back I I really need to get back into my meditation not only for my mental health but like for my body yeah 100% it makes the biggest difference and like no by no means was I good at it we did 30 minutes and my head had so many thoughts coming into it I had to keep opening my eyes I had to keep moving but as my as Paige kept saying to me she was like you're not bad at meditation. You can't be bad at meditation. You've got to learn. Exactly like you said, you're not good at the gym when you go there. It's something you have to learn and get better at. So even just starting with five minutes in the morning and then working your way up will make the biggest difference. And I think there's like, I think, I think there's like, (laughs) like don't put the pressure on yourself to be perfect in meditation. Like don't put it on and expect to like be absolutely silent in your head. Sometimes I'll just put on, like I was just saying to Leah before, some I think it's binaural. I think that's how you say it. Mm. Binaural music to help relieve my anxiety and stress. And as soon as I put that on, I just felt calmer. And even like Mm. sometimes if I'm feeling stressed, I'll just stop and just do like a couple of breaths, which I have been doing, but need to do more frequently. And literally just like massive in through your nose, out through your mouth and just stop for like five seconds and just like listen to some of that music because it, oh, it just feels so good. Yeah, this is really random and it just comes to my mind because I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> have you heard of brown noise? You know how there's white noise and it's just like noise? No, but not, it's not brown. Really noise. I know white because that's yeah. what's in your tummy when babies are born. Yeah, but brown noise is like, I don't know if, if, I don't know if I'm just making this up because TikTok, who knows <laughs> if it's true or not, but it was like this noise and it was different to white noise, but it was called brown noise and it actually made me so calm. Like, I don't know. We'll search it after and see if it's an actual thing. But it was really nice. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, white noise is what we are in the womb for for nine months. So yeah. that's why, like, when babies are born, we put heaps of white noise on. Um, And, like, even now, if I reckon if we put white noise on, it'd be calming because it always has been. But, yeah, it's I've like never heard of brown noise. Yeah, that's other noise, but it's not – you're not getting in your own head. I don't know how to – because it's not mm. a silent room. Mm. 
Anyways, mm. we'll, we'll see if that's a thing after. <laughs> we'll Google that <laughs> one. <laughs> Get back to you. Um, okay, I want to start this one off because yep. I know how much Jackson goes on about this. Jackson's also a PT, but investing in a coach is something that you like you'll never ever ever regret like I know a lot a lot a lot about gym and nutrition like thanks to my mom and my coaches and everything that I've been through but Jackson brought in so much more knowledge and just little things I picked up along the way obviously I've lived with him so I listened to him do his client check-ins and all that kind of stuff and it's so insightful listening to his advice to each individual client and one just how much effort he puts into every client um but if you want to see results and you're not sure where to start there's like you can't put a price on a coach like or or you can't put a price on yourself in investing in a coach because it's going to take you to the next level and like yeah it might be expensive and it might mean that you have to cut back on the drinks or going out on the weekend or like you know buying takeaway every couple of days but I just like don't understand how you can put that over investing on a coach or investing in yourself one uber to the city in melbourne they go you've paid for your coach for the week like going out for dinner they go you've paid for your coach for the week obviously some coaches are more expensive than others depending on their experience level and their expertise but no matter what it 100 they are so worth it and no matter how qualified you are the best athletes in the world still have a coach and that's what i can't preface enough like it doesn't matter how much you think you know there is still so much to learn and you can't I don't explain if you're trying to you can't be hard on yourself and all other times you can be you're too hard on yourself and you can't see the Mm. bigger picture but a coach can help you kind of bring yourself back to reality and you put all your trust in them rather than trying to get a quick fix they really help you develop these lifelong habits rather than you doing a quick four-week challenge to get ready for summer like they that's not sustainable that's not going to help you because you've seen it on Pinterest because you've seen it on Instagram a coach will help you develop those habits that you will use day in, day out that will help you create the change forever. Yeah. And like I, as much as Jackson is my partner, he, I go to him like a coach sometimes. Like the last two weeks I've been so down and out about my weight and my skin and like he will give me the advice that he would give his clients. Sometimes it's tough Mm -hmm. love. Sometimes it's a bit more sympathy or sympathetic. Is that the word? No sympathy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so I'm just going to give him a quick little shout out because I know like a lot of my followers have transferred over to him, which is honestly amazing, but his Instagram Mm -hmm. is eperformance underscore. Um, he, I've come across a lot of like PT coaches and I've never seen someone put in the effort that he does like with each and every next level. He, and like, he does not charge nowhere near he should. So like, if you want to get onto that, get in quick before he does up his prices. But (laughs) the effort he puts in, he does in person if you're in Adelaide, but he does online and he is transitioning to almost full-time online. But I like, obviously when we're living together, like I just can't, I can't explain the effort he puts in to Mm. every single client and the results he's gotten is just like incredible. I think so, also shout out you to need you, to- Jackson. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes, go Jackson. You need to find a coach that you trust as well. And it doesn't matter if you sign up with a coach after a month, after a day, after a few months, you don't like them, you can change. Don't worry how you make yep. them feel. Obviously, read the contract, but it's all about you. So I was with a coach last year and then I transitioned to another one and I needed that change for me. Like that's what I needed and it helped yeah, me. Yeah, big time. 
Yeah, and I at the time I couldn't see it, but my partner really helped me realize. He was like, I don't really think this is the right coach for you for this process. I don't think they have the best interest in your mind and in your mind. I don't have the best interest at heart. And I think yep. you need to transition to another one. And that was the best decision I've ever made as well because my coach now, Beck, is beautiful and I yeah. love her so yeah, much. 100%. And like my friend Taylor did the same. She was with a coach and obviously – within reason that you can swap coaches because obviously Mm. each coach will have a different contract but at the end of the day it's about you and if that coach isn't giving you what you need there's no harm in finding a new coach because they're always going to get a new client that's what they're searching for so at the end of the day you just have to do what's right for you but like we said before in like the top athletes in the world don't just have one coach they have a a fitness coach a nutrition coach they have a sport coach they have a mental health coach like they've got obviously unlimited resources but they invest in themselves like everyone should yeah yeah 100% um I just want to touch on those two things before we can go into anything that you want to go into um yeah (laughs) but something here that we've got down is the all or nothing approach and it Mm. just it doesn't work it really doesn't work. I feel this with my whole entire soul (laughs) (laughs) this oh yeah yeah like it just okay yeah everyone is different but I feel that um everyone is not going to be able to do everything and and be fine with it or like everyone's yeah. not gonna be able to do nothing like you have to really find the balance with with everything and everyone's life looks different everyone's routine looks different and you just have to find what works for you and again not compared to anyone else's routine yeah the amount of times that I would be like before a cheer comp okay I'm two weeks two weeks is not enough time to change your body but my old mind I thought it was oh, and I 100%. was like I did yeah. it too Yeah, I was like, okay, two weeks. I am going to cut out all processed food. I'm going to only eat healthy food. Cut all carbs. I am going to cut all carbs, cut all calories. Like literally the stupidest thing ever. And then as soon as the comp finished, I would binge all this food because I deprived myself from the past two weeks. And like, it just was not sustainable. And that was an endless process. Oh my gosh. And even if it wasn't for a comp, I'd be, I would just do that. I wouldn't feel great in my body. And so that night I would eat, I'd be okay, I'm starting tomorrow. I'll eat every single piece of junk food in the house right now. And then tomorrow I'll start fresh. But then I just would like start with food that I hated. I'd have scrambled eggs and spinach and just like, that would be my breakfast. And I hated that. But now I really, I literally saw a, 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 snapchat memory come up and i had like a literal palm size of um scrambled eggs with like oh my god like a tiny bit of spinach and like a half a cup of smoothie like that was my breakfast before going to training i was like girl are you like okay like that is not like yeah it was protein but that was not gonna fill me up or fuel me for training Mm -hmm. whatsoever no like where your carbs (laughs) what's gonna give you energy for the whole training yeah literally and i say that to the kids all the time at dance like you've got to eat carbs you train for eight hours a day eat your carbs and now i'm in this really healthy mindset that if i go out for dinner at night because i don't deprive myself on anything like if i used to have like chocolate with my partner i would have to finish the whole entire block like I would, mm. Jordy would have once like one row and I would have to finish the block. See, and then I'm because the I'm like, well, this, 
Oh, yeah. Well, because I was like, well, this is my last time I can have chocolate for the whole entire month because I'm mm. naughty and I don't deserve it again. So I would eat the whole yep. thing and then the next day I'd start fresh. But now I'm in this such a healthy mindset that I don't crave that whole block. Like I can literally just have run one row and be like, cool, well, I can have it again tomorrow because I deserve that. I'm not going to deprive myself of it. And that's really where you need to learn the balance. Same as going out for dinner. I used to have to finish my meal, but now that I'm like, when I'm full, I stop eating because that's all I need because I know if I want to go out for dinner the next night, I can. Like, you just got to yeah, really not balanced. deprive yourself of things or else you're going to fall into this unhealthy cycle and then it's a never-ending process. Yeah, and we will definitely go more into that in a nutrition yeah. topic. So I might just touch on one more topic before Good idea, maybe we I can go keep talking about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but we are getting on 45 minutes, so I might just touch on one topic and yep. we'll finish out with our quote. Beautiful. But Something that I'm actually really glad we're finishing on is you do not have to wait for a Monday or the first of the month or and like you do not have to wait to just start. Like you can mm-hmm. start at any single time, day, month. Like you just have to start for you and there's no perfect time ever. There is no perfect time. There is only time and it's what you do with it. Yeah, I saw Georgia Richards put this on her story the other day. And it was literally that because I think she had a, I don't know if it was a 30 day challenge. It was some sort of challenge that she was doing yes, and promoting. Yeah, 30, yes. Yeah, you saw that too. Yeah. Um, she was doing that and she was like, I was watching her YouTube video and she was like, I was going to start on the Monday, but then I was like, wait, what's the point of starting on a Monday when I can literally start this second? This second, what is yep. stopping me? So she started that second and they say that habits that you start on a Monday or like, challenges or goals that you want to start on a Monday they do not last it's the ones that you start during the middle of the week during the middle of the one those are the ones that actually last because they're the ones that I don't know it's not an all or nothing approach again you don't wait for it yeah 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 that's like with my salary juice like I just got to a point where I was like nah my skin's done like I went to I went and bought a salary juice yesterday and then I went and bought like five bunches of salary and I started today like yeah because I'm so determined to clear this skin up again yeah yeah I 100% agree with that. Oh, we could just keep talking for hours. <laughs> so fast. I have a really, uh, I have a really important story that I want to share, but it's not today. Oh. But it will, I guess, maybe it's kind of nutrition and fitness. It was just when I was training, and how scary and frightening it can be if you don't yeah, have the right yeah, approach. Yeah, that's definitely going to um, be our nutrition one. But we will. We'll, yes. Um. So let's just finish out with. Do you want to finish with the quote? Do you want me to read that? Yeah. I want you to read that because Tori actually wrote this quote. So at the end of each episode last week, we yeah, last week we did one each. But what we're going to decided to do is we're going to have one quote that relates to the episode more so. Um, and it can be one we just find. But actually, Tori is very poetic and she wrote this one herself. So go ahead. I literally I literally have a note section in my in my notes and I have... You are very like good at writing. Pages and pages of captions. Because if I'm in the fields, I'll just write and it just flows. Mm. I'm um, not. I'm not that gal. <laughs> it's hard <laughs> for you. Um, but yes, I did write this at the gym yesterday and it says, to the girl reading this who is too afraid to go to the gym because she lacks confidence, she's not at her goal weight, she's not fit enough or her skin isn't clear or she fears judgment of others. Get up and show up for yourself. These goals won't happen without your action. Everyone is in the gym is there for themselves, so you deserve to be there for you. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. I love that so much. I know we're going to put that on our Instagram as well. So you can save that one and share it because I love that quote. Yeah. Very good. I'm pat myself on the back for that one. Proud of you. (laughs) All right. Wow. I think episode two. 
done. Wraps it up. That went very fast once again. I know. My gosh. Yeah. We have so much more coming. Oh my gosh. I can't. I know. Okay. I'm actually really excited for an episode where we do like a question and answer one oh, or like same. a, just like a fun episode. Cause we want to have like really serious. Yeah. Maybe number five. Yeah. Cause I really yeah. like, I love these serious ones. They're informative and insightful, but we also want to have like fun ones. That's an easy listen or like in kind of ones that I would listen to at the gym. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And we just have so much planned for you guys. I can't, like, I'm so excited. And yeah. I was just going to touch on this because I obviously have not been my best self in the last couple of weeks. And even Lily messaged me yesterday saying, if you don't want to record tomorrow, it's fine. But like, this cheese me up so much. Yeah. So you I'm feel better. The best yeah. Mood. yeah. Yeah. I feel so good. And I hope you guys are listening to this too. A hundred percent. All right. All right. Is that it? Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll be back in your ears next week. Sounds good. All right. See ya. Bye. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you've been through.